Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Hurt, no, uh, I think she is. Yeah, she's Ouch. hurt. She took a hard fall off there. Okay. Boy, gosh, I hope she's okay. Pork belly skewers. They had salmon. They finished it off with a an ice cream and then a chocolate molten cake bar. <laughs> I'm telling you, those Seahawks, they know how to treat you over there. They wine and dine you. They had a New York strip loin carving station. Salmon, mm-hmm. chicken marabella. So happy for you. You had a good day there. I, I just, I mean, they, they they had a tub. I've never seen, it's like an industrial-sized Tillamook tub of ice cream with a chocolate mountain molten cake. It just, just. So you had all of the above just and then some. Eight, eight, eight. Just eight more. No okay. one, it was either, no one ate the only person that ate more than me was Egan, who I, I'm too, and we'll have to talk to Egan at noon today. I'm not sure Egan did one single piece of work yesterday. Not one. He so he was in the uh, the lunchroom the whole time? Pretty much was in the lunchroom the entire time. He just ate. He made the poor, the, the his like understudy do all of his work. He's like backup. So am I the only? The entire, it, the entire time. You looked at me like I'm the only person that would ever do this. Like the rare times I've had pork belly. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me, oh, boy, you want to do the headlines? Ask, you want to get to the like more yeah, important stuff? A, I want to do the keyword. You, you want first. your 500 bucks? What, what do you want? Oh no, it's it's your show. Let's and we're get just, to we're it. just here for let's you. Let's get to it later. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna pay you soon. Your chance to I win a thousand dollars right now. Enter the nationwide keyword on the website. It's check. Did you write a check? No, I didn't write a check. check. I swear to God, when I took that 500 out yesterday, I thought, well, honey, I'm going to see you tomorrow because I'm going to be putting it back and then some, but not so much. God, I got 501 in my wallet. Just hold on to it right now. I was going to give the dollar to the lady off the... uh, Off the freeway? Yeah, off the James off-ramp, but it was a green light, so I couldn't stop. Was she the one that got the uh, abs player all hopped up on whatever? (laughs) I don't... Hey, that whatever, is a bizarre story. Whatever Kraken member was able, whatever Kraken member got that gal in his hotel room and got all loose. Hey, good job. <laughs> Want to hear what five hundred dollars sounds like? There it is, right there. Five hundred dollars. Why didn't somebody take Hooker? Why are you throwing the money? Huh? I'm throwing it at you in your direction. You want to pick it up? Here, I'll get it. Hey, Chris, on Twitter, I put up the. Um, can you find my latest tweet, please? And just pull up the audio and just give me a thumbs up when you got the audio. You're going to have to boost it, though, really loud, okay? You're going to have to really, but you tell me when you, you got that. There you go. Thank you. Thumbs up, are you good? 
You got one dollar left. All right, here, I want, here, put the headphones on, okay? Put the headphones on. Uh, coming up today, Flare Fry, Drag Your Ass Fry. Show is brought to you by the Tulalip Resort Casino DraftKings Sportsbook. It's like I went to the sportsbook. Right there. I'm going to take this up to the sportsbook. Uh, where the action never stops. So wall-to-wall draft coverage today. We'll get you caught up on uh, yesterday thoughts. Uh, look ahead to today. Uh, we got a press conference coming up at 1 o'clock where uh, Devin Witherspoon, Jackson Smith, and Jigbo will be introduced uh, to you, the fans. So Ian, I know, will carry that live. Uh, we got the Kraken tonight, a huge night uh, in Seattle as the uh, Kraken will try and clinch. Uh, their very first playoff series, 6 o'clock pregame with Mike Benton. 7 o'clock, the puck will drop a historical night. Uh, squeeze in maybe a little limbs if we can. Uh, Mariners blanked yesterday by uh, by the Phillies. We talked a little bit about it. Yeah, they would have uh, won if they'd hit the cutoff, man. Well, we'll get into that comment. Let's piss off our best player. Let's throw our best player under the bus service. That's a genius move. How can I screw up even more? Oh, I don't know. Hey, Jerry, I got an idea. Yeah, what's up, Skip? I'm going to throw our best player under the bus. What do you think of that? Great idea, Skip. Let's do it. Hey, uh, do you got the audio? You got it pulled up, Chris? Okay, I want you to. You got the headphones on? Yeah, you do. All right, play the audio, Chris. Eyebrows were raised when people saw your mock draft and saw Mr. Hooker. At the five spot in Seattle, again, Mel didn't have him in the first round at all. So tell me why. Yes, Sage, I love Hedden Hooker. He started 37 games. He transferred from Virginia Tech. In the last two years at Tennessee, he played great football. If he didn't tear his ACL, we may be talking about the first pick overall. He has prototypical size, and he can throw the ball over the top like we're looking at here. And in this game against Alabama, he was absolutely flawless. And Sage, if you could play great against Alabama, you could play great in the NFL. And That's this all sets he up really well for Seattle. Geno Smith for a year, let Hendon Hooker rehab, and then away you go. In terms of Anthony Richardson. 57 and 55. Who, who is that? As Mike Tannenbaum. Oh, that was Tannenbaum? Yeah. 57 and 55 as a general manager in the National Football League. Uh, again, they're just showing it one more time. I hope to see Will Levis in the green room again because Jesus, mother of Lord. Which? The entourage that Will Levis had last night. Those are his sisters, I believe. Which one's his mom and which one's the girlfriend? Uh, the mom was right to his right. Those were his si- <laughs> The blondes are his sister. The brunette's his girlfriend. But it's a home run all the way around. Jesus. I mean, all of them. You see on Twitter, all of them are a home run. The was... mom's a home run. The sisters are a home run. The girlfriend's a home run. I got a thumbs up last night from Vacay. She's like, "Yeah, you're damn right." From Jessamine, she's like, "Yeah, I agree." I'm like, "Yeah, thanks. I know." But everyone kept getting. I, I love... Jessamine was there. She yeah. was there. Okay. All right. Well, like Vacay, a, you don't know. like a conductor. You don't know. I you mean, don't know with Vacay. Yeah, she's, she's known be there for or not. taking so much time off, and yeah, I didn't know if she was going to be there or not. I wasn't there either, so who am I to talk? You should have been there. God, Will you... Levis, though, do you? It, does he feel? I mean, no. Here's you're just... surrounded by blondes. You're going to make millions. So what? Okay, you're going to get yeah, drafted but, today. But everyone was so. I guess I can't really hear the drafts because we're over there, right? And you don't really hear it as much. You want you see it all. So everyone, I, I know they were showing them a bunch. And people were upset about it. <laughs> was I guess I was the only one. Me and Rang, I said they can keep showing them. I mean, what what the hell's everyone complaining about? Look look at it. <laughs> even, Jesus! Did you see the one little video on Twitter today too, where his girlfriend the, and the guy was reading her lips, and she said, "You know, I have to go pee or whatever." I mean, it was like they were just everything. They were oh, breaking she, down Will Levis in leave. the green room. I need to go find. Um, where's um, where's Hendon Hooker? <laughs> <laughs> What's 
Hooker was he? Is where was he? Was he there or was he? No, because Greenberg was, kept talking about him. No. There's still two quarterbacks available in the first no. round that were expected they, to be selected soon. Hey, Chris, Chris knows this. They only invite the guys that are gonna get selected in the first round is that what to was? the draft. Okay, <laughs> and we tried to tell you for months. For months we tried. <laughs> Chris, for months we begged with him. He's not going to go in the first round. I swear Don't to God. Don't buy it. Please. I swear to God. They're, they're, and you bought it hook, line, and sinker because you listen to the yelling show every morning. Uh, there are gods up there that are basically screaming, tell, <laughs> telling me not to gamble anymore. Well, screw you, gambling gods. I'm gonna, still going to gamble. And you're going to lose. I'm still going to drink. Hey. I'm still going to gamble. Yeah. I'm not giving any of it Unprotected up. sex. <laughs> protected, unprotected, anything. Did you pull uh, out another hundred? I don't know. Did I give you six hundred? Well, you're going to give him a hundred after tonight because the Warriors are going to well, knock I, off the I, I thought I could, you know, maybe uh, <laughs> bring that in on Monday. Uh, what? <laughs> I'll, I'll look forward. Well, to they have, I, have they? Have I lost yet? Yes. No, I haven't. It's over. Uh, it's over. It's over. It, oh man, you, oh, man. Well, you know what? You're probably right. I know I'm right. And the gambling oh, guys wait, might be on. up there going. You it's, know what? It's 120. Right? No, it's yeah, not 120. It is. Yeah, it is. Where are you guys coming because up with this? Because he has the Lakers, and you took the Grizzlies. Okay, the Grizzlies still might win that series, too. Correct? Uh, yes, you are technically correct. No, it's over. LeBron's not going to No one cares about any of this stuff. No one. If I'm a listener, I don't care about any of this stuff. I want to get the oh. breakdown and the inside on the Seahawks picks. Do you have any? I'm just like, man, it just, you know, when you hold it in your hand, all 500, look at that. I want to hear what you thought about look Witherspoon. At, look at Ben Franklin. Smith and Jigba. You think I look a little like Ben Franklin? Uh, oh, yeah, a little bit. He's kind of chubby. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah Ben, <laughs> Ben, while he was flying his kite, doing the electricity thing, yeah, he was he was chowing down, too. Man, look at him. He maybe, do you think he had some pork bellies the day he was flying the kite? I was going to say, Chris, Chris, <laughs> you, you are married. Chris, you are married to a, a, a world-class chef. Correct. Okay. Does she ever make or has ever served prepared pork belly? No. Okay. Have you ever had pork belly? You're like, you so no, because you don't really. Okay. I, I, so Chris. No. Kid, kid, it's gross. Have him describe it. Pork belly is, it's basically, okay, so it's, it's like about, no, it's like a half inch of pork, but then really the majority of it, no. the top part of it, it's like, it's like a fat cap layer to the pork belly, but it's, 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 it's fried up or cooked really crispy. So you eat the whole thing. He's like, I eat pork belly, but I take the fat cap off. That's I do, the whole I do. part of the pork belly. I, I know, but I can't bring myself to to do that. I'll eat icing off a cake like nobody's business, but no, but, I'm not going to. Yeah, when it comes to I'm the not fat gonna, layer of the I'm pork not gonna, Kid, it's like this thick on yeah, top of the pork so belly. Good. Bacon does it for me. It's, it's like bacon. So do you like bacon? I love bacon. Do you like the fat on the bacon? Yeah, when it's cooked. Well, that's what pork belly is. Yeah. Okay. I can't be alone on that so one. So they served that yesterday. That was the appetizer. Oh, good. Jesus. Good. Like, you just had a big day, didn't I had you? Five of those. How happy were you when you left? Oh, big old smile walking was, out to the parking lot. I did, I did one of those things where you're walking down and then you kind of, you know, you, you kick your legs up in the air and, you know, yeah. click them together. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're able to click your feet together? I fell down. Like Dorothy on the yellow brick road? Yeah, but it's like an inch off the ground. <laughs> Kind of look more like the cowardly lion than Dorothy, but uh, <laughs> who like overate himself, who overserved There's himself. There's no place like home. Who overserved himself? No place on. like home. Yeah, well, we we tried to tell you, but you you listened to a guy who was fired in the NFL. God, I just I couldn't take it, man. After the Vikings took Addison, I just like okay, I'm out, and I you know watched American Idol. <laughs> I did, I did. There's a girl from Issaquah that made the top. I, I was 24. getting nervous. I I was getting nervous with the Vikings pick.
That was that was the most nervous I was. Like, because if anyone was going to take him, they were going to take him right there. Well, the Levis free fall, as oh, much as we yeah. enjoyed seeing him with all the blondes, yeah, uh, that sure that killed did. me. Yeah, that killed oh, me. Oh yeah. If if Hendon Hooker goes on the first pick today, I don't know what I mean. What we're on the fourth floor uh, here? What's not right? going to be today? It's Pittsburgh. We're uh, not going to take him. Arizona's not going to take him. Maybe Detroit at thirty four. Colts aren't going to take him. Watch Schneider take him at 37. Maybe the Rams at 36. There's been rumor the Rams would take Levis at 36. No. Uh, the best would be the Seahawks taking him at 37. Well, no. I heard Hugh and Coach okay. Holmgren today mm-hmm. saying that, that that's not going to happen. Not, because what's be, not gonna because happen? they were talking about Drew Locke, and they think oh, that okay. Seahawks really like Drew Locke, and okay. that brought back bad memories for me, too, hearing the name Drew Locke. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about I've that. I've lost $1,000 in, in uh, radio betting bits. How's the wife feel about it? She, I think at one point last night, she goes, you know, this this would cover one of our medical bills because we found, I don't know, do you guys, is your iHeart insurance, is it, is I don't, it, is I it don't. good, bad, in I between? I use my wife's. Oh, do you? Yeah. And that should tell you everything you need to know <laughs> We've about had a the iHeart media benefits. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think I might go back to Medicare. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a bitter, poor loser today, I admit it. But I did show up. I thought about calling in sick, but I thought really? it'd, be, it'd be pretty obvious. Let's see. Jim's calling in sick because he owes $500 and doesn't want to pay. Plus, it's supposed to be 80 degrees today. So that's, and it's a Friday. You, you never go golf? You never call in sick on a Friday. You, you can't golf? do you that. You're going to go hit balls? You're going to hit golf today? What are you going to do? Why? Well, can you, you know, golf? Yeah, you know how expensive it is to get a bucket up there at Newcastle, and yeah. I just paid you five hundred, so I, you know, I can't afford to get a bucket some, up there, even, even a small bucket. Hey, a round of eighteen. This five hundred dollars <laughs> should cover a round of eighteen in Newcastle. So here you go. <laughs> hey, uh, Newcastle, you guys know you're not a private course, right? You guys know that? No, come on, they've been they've been good up there. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's five minutes from the house. It's convenient. I'm sure it is. Kids work on the range up there. They, not Love anymore, you, Mark. They don't. Love you, Mark. Well, they well they might this summer. Hey, it's a it's a fine establishment. <laughs> Lower the greens fees so some people can play. How many, how many channels have been changed with us just kind of rambling on about nothing? Uh, we, if I'm out there driving in a car right now, I want to hear Seahawks draft stuff. Okay, fine. Okay, right, play yeah, the NFL ahead. music. Let's get into four downs. <laughs> Jesus. First down. Like really, Jim? First, what did you think about the Seahawks first pick? <laughs> I mean, we're talking pork bellies. I thought it was a great pick, you know, and John, we trust, Buck. Although Second I was surprised. Down. You? Were you surprised about Witherspoon? I was, because Dane Brugler had the kid from Oregon as the top-rated cornerback, Christian Gonzalez, and so they took Witherspoon, but it sounds like he's a feisty, fiery-type player in the mold of Richard Sherman. He's talks smack, and he gets in people's faces, and I'm looking forward to that. Third down! I don't have a third down. You don't have a third down? Okay. All right, enough of that. You pull it down the music. What position of need do they need? What do they need to do? Coming up next, what do they need to do in day two? Uh, I like, I mean, there wasn't one person in this town that wasn't stunned when they took him. Not one. There's, there is no one that was over there, and there was no one watching that thing at home. When they took Devin Witherspoon, one, you said who? Two, I mean, I barely remember this. I mean, I... Dane did mention him to us. I remember it was kind of neck and neck with Gonzalez yeah. as top Gonz- cornerback. Gonzalez had been the guy all along. Like for a lot, lot of people, Gonzalez was the number one guy. And then lately it was like, then it kind of changed where Witherspoon was, was the guy as well. So it's not like we didn't know who he was. 
But it was never really mentioned as a need for Seattle. I mean, rightfully so, when you look at what they have on their roster. Look at all their corners. They're all young. Brown's young. Woolen's young. Mike Jackson's only 26 years of age. And don't we think Kobe Jackson Bryant, had a pretty good year last year, yeah, too? Yeah, Kobe Bryant's 24 or 23. I, they have a plethora of corners. So I think when they made the move, I understand um, the fret and anger. I don't know if people were angry or disappointment that they didn't get Jalen Carter. I was convinced. We were sitting there stuffing our face. Oh, I forgot. They had these uh, white asparagus wrapped in prosciutto. Ugh. Do you like that? I had about seven of those. What did the scale say this morning? Uh, <laughs> please get off. You're hurting me. <laughs> hey, you're going to get poor loser stuff all day long, okay? Uh, well, as, so just plan on it. As as I should. Yeah. And um, I think you, I, I like everyone assumed they were taking Carter. Because we, 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 the three of us had talked all, for months. You guys wanted him, and I didn't want him. But we all agreed on they're going to take him. Forget everything else that's happened. Biggest need. It's the biggest Most talented guy in the draft. So that visit must have been horrible. Yeah, man. I mean, and and someone told told me yesterday who evaluates, just evaluates all this stuff, said, hey, it has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with the speeding. Nothing to do with the speeding? Nope. Nothing. Nothing about that incident. Well, the other... Oh, so the, the pro day... Just, not even the pro day. Not but even they, the pro day bothered him. Stuff that are way... That's just even even deeper and worse and not good. And we'll see. Maybe, maybe none of it happens and maybe none of it comes to fruition. And maybe he turns it around and he's a great kid and everything. And he's a great career. And if it happens, we can sit back here five years from now, three, whatever, and go, well, they screwed that up. And the Eagles could be, I mean, they've drafted everyone out of Georgia, everybody, and they got two, I mean, you have to say two great value picks. Everybody loved what the Eagles did. With question marks. He's got a question mark. Nolan Smith's got a question mark because of his injury status. But again, if it pops for both of them, you just added two premier defensive players to an already good, really, really good uh, defensive line. But I was, I was shocked they didn't take him. I was too, and then you just. But I do like the idea that they got the best, what they thought was the best position player there at cornerback, and then the best receiver in the draft yeah. too. So uh, they didn't go for need then; they they just went for the best player, and and so that's that's encouraging. And I think the more you read up on him, and I'll I'll share with what Dane wrote about him for, for the Beast. I think when you read about the evaluation and everything that uh, that came uh, that comes out of what his background is. He's, it's just, maybe it's us trying to find certain things to say he's a Pete Carroll guy, but he just screams Pete Carroll, just all of it. The way he plays, his attitude, the way he hits. You've seen all the videos of him hitting. Um, he's he a smaller corner. Yeah, it doesn't fit their profile, but man, when you watch him play and you see people talk about him and rave about him, um, I just think you, you get blown away and even though he denied it last night and said, no, that's not a factor. I, I will, um, I will, I'll give Hugh credit because Hugh right away on, on the post game show or post game show during the draft cover said, Hey, this could be a signal that they may go back to, uh, their traditional defense under Carroll with when they just drop, if we, when you remember, just they drop a single high safety, just they drop Earl Thomas way back in center field 
and just tell their corners, okay, away you go. And then they brought up Cam Chancellor in the box. Now, Carroll said, no, that's not a case. Okay. That's what he says. Professional liar. He's a professional liar. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. I, I think there's. I think there's something to that. Do you think I, they? I will, do you I, think they really wanted Witherspoon, or was he the second choice? Because when they flashed on the draft room, they, usually all these other draft rooms, guys are high fiving each other and hugging were each they other. High fiving? Not really. It was they just. Were, I thought, they seemed. They seemed like yeah, they were high fiving. It seems so. Maybe I'm reading too much into huh. it, but it seemed more subdued huh. than other draft rooms after their picks, but. Well, he maybe did not. say. I mean, maybe they wanted Richardson. Well, well, uh, well I think. Well, he did say, you know, and he and he the, let you know inside in when we played it on the air last night. He said there were two people. There was two people we were not going to move on. One was Witherspoon, and there was another one. Clearly, it's one of the four that were taken before. So who is it? It was it Stroud. Maybe was it Anderson? I'm with Chris. I think it was Anthony Richardson. I think he was the guy. I think they loved him. And I think that, that if he was there at five, they would have taken Anthony Richardson. That's just that's just my opinion. I just based on nothing. <laughs> just a hunch, just a guess. Shot in the dark. There I it is. Because Boy, he, he's a polarizing kid though, isn't he? Uh sure, absolutely. But I, I mean, mean the yelling show this morning, uh Orlovsky was just sold on him. He's gonna yeah. be a superstar. Okay. And then uh, Hasselbeck's brother was like, Yeah, his numbers just didn't yeah, I get Didn't it. Didn't bear it out there in Florida. But I lied. It was a great quote last night from Schneider because he just told you that there was two guys and one clearly was taken before him, and then they just didn't want to move off with Witherspoon. So I don't who who what? It's Richardson or Anderson would be the best guess of those two guys. Yeah, that they wanted. Well, and then he came out and just said, "Hey, we we get it. We understand. We recognize that we have to address uh, the defensive and line." They, and they can. And I'll give you a couple of guys just you know from Dane's book, The Beast. Two two guys or three guys in particular. That will be available for them at 37, most likely. That will be there. That that honestly, when you look at them, fit a real good profile of of two guys or a couple of guys' options that they will have here in the second round. I mean, they've got options. They got two picks in the second round, 37-52, and then one pick there in the third round, 83rd overall. We'll have more on the NFL draft. Uh cracking today, Mariners, all of it on a flare Friday, drag your ass Friday, get out of town Friday. Our show brought to you by the Taleo Resort Casino DraftKings Sports where the action never stops. Should come tonight. What do you got going on tonight? Day two is usually Friday night. It's a great spread as well. And maybe they have an ice cream bar again. God, it was so good. Nah, salad bar. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, Chris, oh, you're back here. Are you back here tonight? No, I am watching from the house tonight. Okay. Well, you're not working. But we got um, the kudos to that. I mean, who is we have well, so I many people? Working, but... Yeah, behind the scenes back here last night. So many moving parts, especially tonight. You got cracking tonight. Uh, at six thirty, or excuse me, at six o'clock, and then we've got um, the uh, the NFL draft. will be on the AM when we flip over uh, at night. Just a lot going on, a lot of moving parts uh, tonight. Uh, the NFL draft uh, day one is in the books. Uh, obviously, surprise there with Witherspoon. I don't think it's so much a surprise with Jackson Smith and Jigba. That was a guy that, if you read all the mock drafts, I mean. You saw his name at twenty more often than not, did we? Didn't we? Yeah, it seemed like he was mocked to Seattle by several of these guys, and uh, yeah, one of those that they got right. The um, you know Softy's got Daniel Jeremiah on uh, um, uh, every week or did. 
I think I was watching when I got home last night because I didn't see much of the NFL Network coverage. They just had the ESPN one that was up there. And I guess he, like two days ago, predicted what Arizona and Houston was going to do. Like nailed it to a T. Did he? Yeah. They're going to get Stroud. They're going to trade and get up and get Will Anderson. So that's oh. pretty damn good right there. Yeah. Softy's not paying him enough money. I think he had, uh, he predicted uh, Robinson going to Atlanta too. I mean, yeah, yeah, Jeremiah Robinson's was all over it. Great pick, man. God, you got to love him. You got to love Bijan Robinson. I mean, that guy's a stud. Absolute stud. You got to like what Houston did. You got a quarterback and then, you know, perhaps the best edge rusher in football there in Will Anderson. Yeah, I'm, well, the Texans, yeah, I mean, just maneuvering and, and getting up there and, uh, yeah, probably uh, changing the minds of some GMs with the picks they made and uh, John Schneider in particular. The um, uh, Witherspoon goes there, uh, obviously there to number five, and then, of course, uh, we just mentioned uh, Smith and Jigba going 20. And you mentioned it. I mean, you can be upset or question what they did, but they came away what many regarded as the number one corner and the number one wide receiver. I don't know. It seems pretty good to me. Doesn't it to you? Yeah, and 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 this kid probably is going to you know take over at left cornerback. I mean, he said that he he just took the best receivers and and played all over the place. So you got flexibility there, and and then you think about the Seahawks offense too, with, with Smith and Jigba added to Metcalf and and Lockett yeah. and the tight ends they have, and and they'll probably address the offensive line today with at center and maybe one of the guard spots too, and. So yeah, that I mean, Geno Smith had to like that number twenty pick uh, last night. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I would. I would I assume don't think D. Eskridge uh, cared much for it. Yeah, I think D. Eskridge is saying really. Yeah. Well, but and the problem with it's the with D. Eskridge it's not it's not his ability. Just he's not healthy. Might be his ability too, though. Well, could be, but we just I, we haven't seen it. We haven't seen it. We haven't seen him do anything. Hell, man, when you saw him in college and do some stuff, even in that first game against the Colts, I remember when he ended up getting hurt on. Was it the Colts? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was the first game of the season. And I'm like, damn. Like, he turned the corner. He's fast, and he's physical. So I don't ever want to give up on him, but well, it's it a great seems insurance like w- policy to have with, with this guy. And what they said last night, or what Hugh said, it's it's he, Smith and Jigbo will will be a key figure, obviously, early on as, a, as the third guy that works in the middle. But just... Or maybe it was Rang that said this. Tyler Lockett's getting up in age. I mean, he's not going to play forever. And eventually when Tyler Lockett's done, boom, then he slips back to the outside. And then so you don't have to give up on D. Eskridge. And then maybe then that's when D. Eskridge slides inside and then you got your third wide receiver. All right. So I just looked at it like that pick told me that they'd given up on Eskridge. No, I don't. I don't think so. I, I don't think they've given up on him. I'd be I'd be stunned. You think they would release him? No, I, I don't think that. Maybe they don't have enough. They they still don't have enough wide receivers. I mean, yeah, he he probably gets one more go this year. Yeah, I, I think again, it's it's not an ability thing. drafted in twenty one. So I mean, he hasn't been around that long. That's only two years. Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll be fine. Um, but the, their problem now, what they've got to address is is that now defensive front. I mean, you got Brian Monet coming off an injury. You got Jaron Reed, uh, and. You got Draymond Jones, and you know that's it. That's all you got. So they need to get moving uh, here in the uh, the uh, day number two. Now, I told you that uh, Dane Brugler had a t- couple of guys that should be available uh, for them in the second round. Because you think, what is it? D line, O line, running back. Is that what maybe a day two needs are? A linebacker, perhaps. Too, a linebacker. But it, uh, it's not a good draft for linebackers. What the mock, mocksters are saying. Okay, so the D lineman, just keep an eye on. Is that Dane Brugger and the Beast wrote about Javon Dexter, Florida? 
Uh, round two, he's projected the 55th pick. Okay, so the Seahawks have what? The 52nd pick. Uh, and again, you tell me if this guy doesn't fit Seattle because this guy's got like literally the same kind of makeup background as the guy they just took number five in Devon Witherspoon. Star basketball player in high school, was going to be a D1 basketball player, didn't play football until his junior year of high school. Okay, ends up, then goes as mom, just like Witherspoon is like, ah, or maybe it was his dad. You should give football a try. Okay, I'll go play football now. It's the identical story? It's literally the same story as Devin Witherspoon. He, he picks up football. He's a track star as well and ends up now uh, being one of the top defensive linemen that will be left on the, on the uh, draft board. Um, Dane Brugler wrote him in talking to coaches and people within the, the school of Florida, a unifying presence behind the scenes. Described as a guy that brings people together, team leader, people rally around. So that would be a name to keep uh, an eye on. And then the other one would be uh, Kenu Benton out of Wisconsin. Defensive tackle, round two. He's projected around 56. Wrestler in high school, he's 127 and 8. They always talk about They love guys that play multiple sports. I know every team probably does. But you kind of like when the guy's a wrestler too, and he's on the defensive line. Uh, thick lower body, trunk with massive wingspan. <laughs> I kinda, I, Sign me up. Got both yeah. the, big, the big trunk and and the wingspan. Uh, Dane writes this in, in talking with coaches at Wisconsin and, uh, and opposing coaches. Urgency and violence are parts of his on-field identity, and effort is never a question. We, ding ding! <laughs> Carter didn't have that in Carter, his bio, did he? I'll tell you what, Jalen Carter. There was never right. But efforts, you know, not a question for him. But I love that line that Brugler had in the Beast. Urgency and violence are part of his on-field identity, and effort isn't a question. All right, sign me up for him. I th- I think you like players associated with violence on, a, on the field. It's a violent sport, right? <laughs> Last time I checked, you're trying to kill the person with the ball. So, yeah, violence yeah, is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, two other guys, uh, what's another need? Center? Center's a definite Center guard. Uh, Joe Tittman, again out of Wisconsin, round two. He's projected 43. Uh, as Dane writes, relates to every player in the locker room. NFL scouts and coaches give him strong character reviews. Um, he could also transition to guard as well at the next level. Perfect. And then Joe Michael Schmidt. God, that just sounds like a center, doesn't it? John Michael. Did I say Joe? John Michael Schmitz yeah. out of Minnesota. Round two, projected around 59. Uh, you want to talk about a well-rounded athlete. Played hockey, basketball, baseball, and wrestled. 6'3", 301. He's been described as a nasty on-field finisher, always looking for work, and there are zero concerns about his competitive makeup. Sounds like a Seahawks guy. Coaches rave about his mental toughness and blue-collar mentality. He gets that blue-collar mentality, as Dane writes, from his parents. Mom is an electrician. Dad is a carpenter. Let's go. All right. In the center. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a cool name. And a great name. John Michael Schmitz. Gophers. Bring him in. Yeah, Bring I him mean, in. Bring Minnesota, him in. An offensive lineman from Minnesota yeah. and, and from Wisconsin. Yeah, let's go. You just assume, especially, I always assume a Wisconsin lineman is good for some reason. He has reason. to be good. <laughs> right? He has to be good. It's all, checks Here, all the boxes. We're going to hand it off again. Yeah, Midwestern. Run blocker. White, blue collar. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, they're going to grab some interior lineman today. Well, if not today, tomorrow. But they, I mean, the okay. picks they have today. Based on, uh, I just give me one of those. I want two of those four guys. Two of those four. Yeah. Who who, who are the top two? Uh, the three name guy. I kind of like the three name guy, and then Benton out of Wisconsin. He knew Benton. All right. I just love the earth. violence is part of his on the field identity. God, I just love that. Well, they got to make it happen in the draft because they their salary cap strapped. They are. There's no doubt about that. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see. They've got to, how many picks they got today? They got uh, three, three picks today. 37, 52, and uh, 83. There's other holes they need to fit, and we'll kind of go over those next year on a Drag Your Ass Friday. And a Flyer Friday, 93.3 KJFM. It's a puck of the go-to guy with you here on a uh, Flair Friday, Drag Your Ass Friday. It's a $500 richer Friday. I mean, Chris, where do you spend all the money? When you get $500 again, like, where do you? 250 in the savings, yeah. 250 um, wherever else I want. 250 into savings. Is that what? Not enough? Hinden. It's zero into savings. That's found money, and you just blow it on something. I want to no, think. No. I got to pay myself, man. Should I send maybe like $100 to Tannenbaum? Because without Mike Tannenbaum, you wouldn't have that. We, I would not have five hundred dollars. Are we going to have him on next week? I'm efforting to get him. So yes, because I have a plan for him. I'm going to ask him NFL questions like a professional, and then the last question is going to be like, "What in the hell were you thinking about Hendon Hooker anyway, pal? You cost me five hundred bucks." And send me a check, you son of a bitch. (laughs) You were crummy as a GM too. Well, I tried to tell you. So did Chris. We tried to warn you. Two games over five hundred. Yeah. So stealth driver, I didn't get. It, I didn't get it last time. I won five hundred bucks off you. God, when I took that money out yesterday, I yeah, swear right. to God, I walked to the parking lot and I thought I'm going to be back at back here tomorrow, putting it back in, and then some. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't happen. Did it say insufficient funds after you took it out? No, I've I've had that happen before though. <laughs> Not a good feeling. I liked when you get the email. Uh, you have reached your overdraft protection. <laughs> Again? Yeah. Um, Witherspoon. Uh, so the, the Witherspoon, I, I know a lot of people have, have wondered, you know, why? I mean, obviously because of the, the young depth that you have. Um, you know, again, Carol, it was a question that you asked him yesterday. It was a great question because you talked about it after uh, the pick is would they change their ph- uh, philosophy at all? about playing defense at Carroll, said, no, I, I want to wait and see and see with that. Because, um, you know, his philosophy of playing a certain way of defense, he's played that way his entire life as an NFL coach the whole time. And he had the most success playing that way. They won a Super Bowl playing that way. They went to another one, should have won another Super Bowl playing that way. The greatest defense in the organization's history can make him – Arguments, the greatest defense in the history of the sport, played that way. They had great, obviously, players. But I wonder if he looks about what happened here in the last couple of years. I mean, he's been all over the place on this defense. And it didn't work. These changes they made and bringing all these guys from this Vic Fangio style, and it, it didn't pay off, right? It didn't look good. And so I wonder if he wants to go back to his roots. He shot that down yesterday. But I don't hold any, what he said yesterday, he can change his opinion and change his tune. 
I don't think he's going to give you the playbook for what they're going to do this season and just admit it right away. He was very protective again with Jamal Adams. I'll repeat it. We've repeated this for months. I still think them cutting him after June 1st is very much on the table. I'm st- you cannot convince me. You got two $18 million cap hits with your safeties. And again, if they sign all these draft picks, they will be over the cap. Someone is going to have to restructure their deal. I know, and they, they, they've planned. It's not like they're going, well, I wonder what we're going to do. I mean, they've got pretty smart people over there, and they already probably have a plan what they're going to do or, th- or ideas. I never really worry too much about it because they always kind of find the money. Somehow, some way you find the money. But they're going to have to find it someplace at well, the expense of someone. Yeah. Well, okay. The back end, and, and you like what they're doing. And at cornerback, they'll have two of the best cornerbacks in the league potentially this year with Witherspoon, Witherspoon coming in to join Woolen. And then Kobe Bryant has been good as, as the slot guy. So I. You still have but, Trey Brown, who you really haven't yeah, seen. Yeah. And Trey much. Brown, they, they like a lot too, but he had some injury concerns there for a while. And, and he'll be back. Jackson played fine. I mean, Jackson was fine. But then how good are these guys going to be if you don't address what, what you need to address up front? And that's what they're going to do today. I mean, the linebackers, you got Bobby Wagner, tail end of his career, Devin Bush trying to rejuvenate his career coming here. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, you know, you look at the front there and the interior of the defensive line. Uh, and so if you don't, well, and they are going to address it. So let's, let's just see how it plays out the rest of the I mean, draft. But I mean, those guys, they can only be as good in the back end as as they are on the front end if they don't if they don't get that done. Here's your D line: Draymond Jones, Jaron Reed, Miles Adams, Brian Monet. That's it. That that's all you have right now. Yeah, and I mean, there's free agents out there that they could get, but, but they can't but they get can't. Any free agents. They, they cannot yeah. get a free agent. I mean, there's guys who are available, but there are they're no... going to have to restructure guys or cut guys to make it happen. And and if they want to. Play that style. I mean, just just start thinking about this ratcheting. Now, maybe they don't do anything with Adams. Fine, but Julian Love, his description as a safety is a box safety. That's what he's best at. And what's Quandre Diggs best at? Playing free safe, playing deep center field. I mean, that's just that's what their strengths are. I mean, I just the Love one was always curious to me because what was the ripple effect going to be? Well, just, Love is probably a better player than Adams. Oh, yeah. So, and then at a fraction of the cost. So, typically in a business, if you have one guy who's better than another guy and he makes a hell of a lot less, you get rid of the guy who makes a lot more, don't you? Except in radio. Like, who's going to, really, who's going to miss Jamal Adams if he's not on the team? Chris. <laughs> Chris and Dugar. Are you, would you miss thousands him? Thousands of Chris and Dugar, the the presidents, co-presidents of the I mean, Jamal over, Adams fan club. Overrated I will say, Seahawks over the course of time. Isn't he up there? He's in the tub quite often. He hasn't played. Well, I mean, even when he plays. He plays, and there's times where we don't even recognize that he's done good. But he, I think he has a lot of highlights of when he's getting barbecued, and that's fair. But there's a lot of plays where he does his job, and we hear nothing. And that's fine. You don't want to have to... Talk about a guy when he's supposed to do his job, right? You expect him to do certain things. Well, but- it's but uh, okay. Maybe I'm oversimplifying it, but it, it's yeah. kind of funny to me when you're paying a guy that much. You expect him to do all kinds of different things, and, and he yet, did. His first but he year, can't cover guys. He's not. He's, he's not he's at the level. He's not at the level, and you would expect a strong safety to be able to that, cover guys if you're paying him as much as you're paying him. That's never been a strong suit. The Seahawks. Well, I, I know. So why would they pay him? Because he is amazing in the run, and he showed that. I, I just I, I don't buy that. 
I, I just don't buy that. And I don't buy. See, I, I don't. I don't, I don't buy. I don't buy the nine and a half sacks either. But oh god, the most sacks for a safety. Well, well I thought Hugh did a really good breakdown. It kind of on break, but Hugh did a breakdown. I think he said maybe six of those sacks that he did on his own, meaning. There wasn't a stunt. Oh, I, was, I don't. I don't think it was six. It was less than that. It was like five. I know. I, I was like like three. Okay. Well, I think he's. I think his point was like six or seven of the are just straight scheme to yeah, get to him, him to exactly. get him. But it's the sacrifice of the rest of the team, correct? In order to get him a sack, and then he's done that whole research on when he didn't get home. What, what the passing rating was against? It was like astronomical that, yeah. through the roof. Listen, it's an un. He. he that trade, the signing, the player is it's an unmitigated disaster. It's been rough. Agreed. So uh, we'll, we'll see it. You know, but what the trickle down effect will uh, uh, will be. But um, we got to get into the. We, we were going to do it here, but the the Witherspoon background story, which um, I know they detailed a lot yesterday, and then I don't know how much on TV they did it, but you know, Dane Brugler's got in his in his uh, report of the beast. It's just it's a fabulous breakdown of. And I always remind myself when it comes to recruiting. Yes, it means a lot. And yes, there are probably more four and five star guys that make it in the NFL. But God, it's not the end all be all. And uh, Devin Witherspoon uh, fits that uh, bill 100%. Uh, his background will do more of that. Uh, the NFL draft, uh, day two today. Again, it's going to start early, four o'clock. Uh, today, Softy Fane, Hugh, and Holmgren uh, back over there at the uh, VMAC from 3 to 6.30 on 93.3 KJR FM. And then we'll switch over to the AM, 6.30 to 9. It will be Rob Rang, Hugh, and myself to wrap up day number two of the NFL Draft.